Welcome to Core Nourishment. I'm Annie Wagner, your host. This podcast is designed to empower, inspire, ignite presence, purpose, and intention in your day. Welcome back to the Core Nourishment Podcast. I'm Annie Wagner, your host. And if any of you have been thinking about wanting to sponsor my podcast or perhaps be a guest or know of anyone who you think would be a fantastic guest, please reach out. I would love to hear from you. And you can find me at AnnieWagner.com or on Facebook and Instagram at Core Nourishment. And thank you again for all of your support. I really wouldn't be where I'm at today without your positive feedback, your subscribing and sharing. And I'm deeply grateful. So episode 13, I had the enormous pleasure of diving into sacred conversation with Domla Actikin. She is founder and creator of A Drop of Ohm. And what I love about her business name is it directly connects with the meaning of her name Damla, which means a water droplet in Turkish. And in this episode, Damla dives into her own healing journey, going through like those moments of being in the swamp and learning to simply be without judgment and allow and let go and trust and discover herself more through loving herself wholly in those moments. She talks about discovering yoga for the first time and how landing on her mats felt like magic and then becoming a mom and how incredibly powerful that was and yet also so challenging and how she lost herself again, which ultimately led her to discover the power of mantra and crystals, which is what she now shares with the world through her work. And it is absolutely brilliant. Damla is a healer. She is graceful, full of authenticity and truth and lives in such compassion, sharing her love and light with all of those around her. Her vibrational energy expands others. So tune in. She is currently writing her own book and cooking up some new curriculum as well. So I really encourage you to continue to follow her. You can find her at adropofohm.com and enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the Core Nourishment Podcast. I'm Annie Wagner, your host, and today I have a very special guest for episode 13, sitting right across from me in my sunroom. Um, her name is Damla Oktakin. She just helped teach me how to pronounce her last name. Um, she is founder and creator of A Drop of Ohm, which is so beautiful because I did learn, Damla, that your name in Turkish um, means water droplet, which is absolutely beautiful. And we'll, I'll ask more questions about that as we continue. But you're also a mom, a wife, meditation teacher, yoga teacher. We share such similar like passions for life. And what I was thinking about as I was thinking about you coming this morning is I haven't really termed um, this podcast as any sort of, or labeled it in any way, but I was thinking about the word sacred and I feel like you and I share a little or not a little, a lot of a similar outlook on life and that there are these sacred threads that we're tapping into. And so I was so excited to think about landing in sacred conversation with you today. And I haven't really used that in the past, but it feels like that for me. I love that. I love that. Sacred. Yeah. Yeah. And it's such a yeah. gift. So thank you for being here. <laughs> thank you for holding this space. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. I think um, the sacred part of it is also, it just comes evident when like two women come together and we share some of our soul with each other. I mm. love that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. And landing in this presence and sharing in, in your energy. You... You show up, Dama, in your voice, through your blog and your writing, what I've been following, with such authenticity and grace. And I really appreciate your willingness to share your journey with, with the world, your healing journey that's brought you to do what you do now. Yes. And that's one part that I'm 
owning more and more as I've um, I've started to call myself and I'm a yoga teacher and I'm a mom and I teach mantra and all of that but I've started to call myself a healer more and more I work with crystals I work with energy um, but the part in that that um, speaks to me is um, how I define healing it's not um, it's not necessarily physical healing mm-hmm. it's the um, okayness with whatever is and what I mean by that is that you may be going through emotional physical spiritual stuff but um there's a way for you to hold space for all of that and I'm interested in bringing that out yes yeah yeah definitely I love that that phrase you know just the allowance of being in whatever is like that acceptance which I feel personally it's hard (laughs) that's hard (laughs) and yet I know how like absolutely important that is yes Um, and for you to be able to really stand in that sense of purpose for yourself to be that holder space for people to experience and let's face it I mean things aren't always the way we want them to be no (laughs) no as moms, as, yeah. <laughs> as dreamers, as, you know, people hold space for, yeah. for others. Um, so, and I've been thinking about, you and I talked a little bit about um, what I just sent out in my newsletter. I've been thinking about this past year and all the things that I didn't accomplish mm. and what a gift they were Yeah, yeah. that I didn't accomplish them because then I had to be with myself in that space and I had to see okay you know this and this that didn't happen but am I still okay with me being me am I still okay with putting this voice out there and saying this is my truth and absolutely yes oh my gosh yes and and if anything that is that shows so much strength and so much courage and again just that that truth, that realness, because that's what I find people connect with the most is you being able to recognize that and share that. Um, and do you find, Damla, that through you noticing the things that you didn't do, it also <laughs> gave light and stronger light toward everything you did do? Did it shift you to, to also then affirm yourself? Well, even though there are all these things I didn't do, look, look at what I did do. Yes. So there's the part of me... Um, that knows, you know, even as, as I'm stepping into things, I'm like, I know this is not the right avenue <laughs> for <laughs> me or this is not necessarily where I should be putting my energy and my soul in. Um, but then there are times I do it anyway. So it's also been a journey of, okay, what can I let go of and put all of my soul in to the remaining stuff and when I do that, if they don't bear fruit immediately, that's okay. Mm. And there's a gift in that for me to see and be with whatever comes up. And then if they do bear fruit, what a joy. So what a gift if it doesn't work and what a joy if it does work. So it's, I keep going between um, these two words, a gift and a joy, because I think so much of our experience is based on judging ourselves and measuring and expecting and wanting but not stopping to see okay I can actually reframe how I see things here Mm -hmm. I can open my um, vision to see it's not always black or white no healing isn't always black or white you know there's those moments that you feel okay you know I've overcome this I've overcome my anger And then it comes back and you're like, okay, hello, old friend. (laughs) Again, I thought I already let you go. Yeah. (laughs) And you need to dig deeper. Mm. A friend of mine had this beautiful analogy. Um, She's a healer too. And I think you're a healer too. I mean, anybody who holds space um, for deep Mm. conversation is a healer. So she would talk about this um, ice that melts. You know, the tip of the iceberg. Yes. <laughs> and we see this little bit of like the anger showing its face at the top or the fear or the sadness. And then you melt it with sunshine, with mm. compassion, 
with love and then the water sort of settles down and then there's even a bigger piece of ice underneath (laughs) that you have now the capacity to look at and be with and then you melt that and then you melt that and hopefully in the end you're ended up with this huge pool of loving water um Water droplets. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but there's joy in 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 looking at that too, in being with what is um as an exploration. Mm. So then not everything that comes out becomes a pain, a suffering. It becomes an opportunity to look at um lovingly. Yeah. Yeah. To embrace lovingly and to learn from. Yeah. And I'm very interested in that for, for myself and for the work that I do. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. What what beautiful analogy, too. I can totally picture <laughs> the big iceberg and yes. this tip. And then, like, you know, that's the water, the sunshine, and that compassion and loving kindness yeah. pouring in to help ease. And, yeah. and then, yeah, that ability to learn to sit with our discomfort as opposed to trying to run away from it or numb it or push it down or beat ourselves up. Yeah, so. And it's not easy. No. It's not easy. There's a lot of um, forgiveness that needs to happen Yeah, towards ourselves, towards our relationships, and acceptance that um, people have certain characteristics that we cannot change, mm. but we can still find peace in how we relate to them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and how this comes up in my work is I think, um, I do, um, energy healing with crystals and I hold, um, and I hope to do more of, um, healing workshops and healing women's groups is, I don't always pronounce these things, but I, I'm very conscious of how I hold space people yeah in non-judgment and in non-fixing yeah because I'm really I'm not interested in fixing you I love that you just (laughs) I love that you said that Donna because I find in my experience and it's I think it's like kind of ingrained in the mindset of a lot of people in our culture but just want that fix they want to be fixed they go to whether it's a chiropractor or or a healer or a doctor or Mm. um you know, nature, they just want to be fixed. And it's not, it isn't about fixing. It's as you're talking about, it's about a recognizing that we all have that healing within us. And you're, I see you, I see you doing with your work just from what I've witnessed and I can't wait to experience it, but you're able to hold that mirror up to help teach tools so people can fix, not fix, um, heal themselves. Because the truth is, um, like, I don't know what gift is hidden in your circumstance in your dis-ease, discomfort. And I, I, it's not in my truth to take it away from you mm. and to say, okay, I'm going to teach you this. Like, I'm going to shove this down your throat. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, you're going to be... No, but I mean, but there are ways to be with what is that, that are going to ease your journey. Mm. One of them is mantra. Mm. It's about shifting your perspective from the negative to the positive, just like that. Yeah. Because shifting your vibration. Um, another one is working with crystals and guided meditations, which just help nourish your nervous system mm. and help you get deeper in touch with the soul in you that already knows why you got here yeah. in the first place and how you're going to get out of it. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean... It, it's not like I don't, I don't want people to jump from point A being in the mud, in the swamp, to sunshine and rainbows. Because like there's beauty in the swamp. There's beauty in taking those steps out onto the, um, you know, the leaves, the stones that are going to take you to the shore. Um, and there are lots and lots of lessons. I, yeah, that's, it's so true. I was just, you're, you're, I'm smiling because I was just having a conversation with a friend of mine about allowing ourselves to be in the swamp, in the mud, because we were talking about how quickly we can, we can notice not feeling um, like joy and maybe feeling angry or in fear, as we've talked about, or sad about something and how 
I find sometimes um, I can hold space for other people to be in that those spaces. But for me, I so quickly want to hurry out of it. And so I'll shift to gratitude. I'll shift to, um, I'm feeling this way, but I'm so grateful because this, 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 as opposed to just allowing myself to feel and release it. And my, my friend was saying, yeah, sometimes I just want to be like a pig. I want to roll in the mud and I want to feel the mud. And I want to be grateful for the mud because that's when I can truly learn um, how to move through it and like, and you know, just let yourselves be in the muck to then experience the breakthrough. Yeah. Um, and as you said, like these stepping stones, do you find, Dama, that you could be stepping on these stepping stones, but then, oh, suddenly back in the swamp, you know, and that it, it's a, just a process. Of course. Yeah. I mean, I, I like to think of a labyrinth, though. Um, so you start out and you're trying to go in to the center of the labyrinth. And then sometimes... To be able to go towards the center, you need to get out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you don't realize it, but those steps out are actually taking you closer within. Mm-hmm. And uh, the paradox is that um, we so want to get out of it. Yeah, yeah. So wanna, we can't wait to get out of it. Um, but like you said, what if we sit with it? But I want to make a distinction, though. There is um, sitting with it. And holding space without labeling it as wrong or as negative or sitting in, you know, um, brewing yourself in shame and guilt mm. versus um, sitting with it. And I guess I just jumped into the other one. So sitting with it and allowing space for things to be versus taking joy in the swampness or going into the guilt and shame oh yeah around and around so and staying and and like feeling victim to it by beating yourself up and feeling overcome by shame yeah yeah what i love doing is in those moments um to think and to really know this is part of me as it is part of the human experience so i'd love to say to the parts of myself i am that Mm. i am that Mm. Like so hum, <laughs> so hum. Yes, so hum. yeah. I am that. I am this, and I am. I am the suffering. I'm the pain, and it's it's all part of me. And if I can hold all of that and make that part of my experience, um, and love all aspects. Yeah, love comes naturally. Yeah. I feel like holding. I feel there's the um. The idea of love that is like, oh, I, I'm so thankful. Like, it doesn't always, it's not always this joyful, you know, I'm going to hug you kind right. of feeling when you're sitting with raw, uncomfortable yeah. feelings. But then sitting with this, with it is love. Mm. Seeing it is love. Saying to it, um, I am you, you are me, is love. So, um... I don't always say, like, I love all parts of myself. Right, it doesn't Although it, it is part of it. yeah. But it is um, showing, almost showing respect yeah. to the parts of you that are trying to express themselves mm. through your emotions and through your feelings and sensations and all of that. Yeah. So, Dama, has it, have you always had this gift? I mean, actually, <gasps> I'm, in, I'm going to say I know you've always had this gift. Have you always been in tune with this mindset and this ability to to look at all aspects of yourself with with love and compassion oh no (laughs) not at all so we i'd love to learn what about your healing journey that led you and i know you can yes um, you can start Um, wherever feels good but what led you to do this work and share this with the world yeah well there there are moments in one's life like um the moment that i turned to yoga was a critical moment for me. I had a health crisis and I was working in a corporate corporate world at the time. So that was, was my way to um, find a new way of living. But then to be the biggest turning point was becoming a mother. Mm. And I was teaching full time uh, as a yoga teacher at the time. I got pregnant, beautiful, blissful pregnancy. Everything is awesome. And then I had an emergency C-section. And um, I fell apart. 
yeah. I fall apart physically. Um, like I couldn't be in my body anymore. Mm-hmm. The yoga wasn't a comfort. It just was a reminder of my exhaustion and tiredness um, and of not being able to care for myself. I was just so exhausted by the demands of motherhood. And I don't mean it as a... Um, um, I think all mothers go through that part where we lose ourselves. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we don't have any idea. There's so much focus on this incredible, powerful, beautiful being coming into our world. Yeah. And And it is powerful. And it is powerful, right? It's that all is. Yeah, and because of that being that you do want to find yourself again. And that was was one of my biggest... um, motivations too because I I I had to heal yeah. <laughs> yeah and then now looking back I realized um what a gift that was that I lost one lost myself and two lost my connection to my body because um as a yoga teacher I could go in and I could feel everything and I, I knew what was where and what was happening and then when that was gone I was like oh okay yeah now I need to find a new way to relate with all of this. Mm. Um, and I turned to mantra. That was my first like little light door opening. I turned to... And can I interrupt for one moment? Sure. Do you mind explaining, to just in case, to listeners out there, what mantra is? Because some people may not mantra know. Mantra is something that you repeat over and over in your mind and heart with the intention of bringing that vibration into your life and the ultimate intention of being that vibration. And um, you can choose a positive word that you're familiar with. There are Sanskrit mantras that are said to be seeds of the experience of the essence of the universe that you want to bring into mm. your life. Like Soham. Like Soham. And for me, mantra was something that I could do as I was nursing my baby. I didn't have to set aside extra time for yeah. it. I could turn to it as I was in my short shower breaks. Mm. And that to me was so deeply nourishing because I I did need that. I did need to connect with Mm. myself. Yeah. And then crystals were um, just a whole different journey. (laughs) Yeah. So when did you first start exploring crystals? Oh, wow. Um, So I'm a Reiki healer. I'm... Yeah, so I, I have had Reiki for a long while, but I've never really um, treated people with it or or worked on people um, until I really had to stop mm. and heal myself. Yeah, <laughs> and um, crystals just made everything so much more powerful, so much deeper. I was able to access an intuition um, that I knew was always there. But I didn't always trust, and it wasn't as loud. So mm. working with crystals made it louder for me. Um, so I now can um, go into someone's field and and hear what their field is saying. Yeah. So they opened up this whole new avenue of experiencing people and getting information from their system that I can then relate back to them. Wow, um, that is absolutely amazing, Dama. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And f- I just want to come back to that swamp again. Yeah. <laughs> the swamp of motherhood because um, another thing that was important for me, and, and again, what a gift, I had to um, start to dream for myself again. Mm. What did that look like? First, it was just taking a breath here and there out of the water just like for dear life yeah like gasping for air I can do this yes Yes. and then it was um okay there's this beautiful being in my life and I don't it's not fair to her that I put all my hopes and dreams and wants into her existence Mm. I need to find a way to exist and hope and dream in my own right. Yes. So that led to a drop of Om 
Wow. That led to um, just putting myself out there and speaking my truth and saying, I hear messages from people's chakras, and I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and owning that, for you to stand yeah. in that and build your own confidence in that, and, yeah. and by putting yourself out there, I imagine it just kept growing and expanding. And I see so, your and, vibration, Dama, like yeah. your energetic and spiritual vibration expanding others. And I'm still learning, you know, it's still evolving and it's changing. And, um, and I learn from every interaction, every, every person that comes to my healing practice or I interact with in a group setting. Um, I think as a healer, there's also, that brings out um, not even the healer part, but just owning yourself as a self-employed person. Mm. I would say, like, if you really want to know yourself and grow, become a parent. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And then start your own business. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then you will see what comes out of the mud, out of the depths of the iceberg. And then if you can be with that, there's such such bliss, Mm. such joy, and um, such wisdom. Yeah comes to the surface yeah totally yeah thank you for sharing that I mean it's Mm -hmm. I find I want to know more like I want I want to hear can you share like what was what was one of those moments it doesn't have to be a day but what was one of those moments can you describe for everyone like a moment where you just felt like you were in the swamp um and, and and being a new mom and and trying to find yourself and then and then share and then I'd love to go to like painting a picture of like one of a moment or a day in the life of you right in the now. Yeah. So people can really get a feeling. Yeah. I get those moments all the time. It wasn't, um, I can think of last week. <laughs> <laughs> last week. Um, well, parenting is interesting. <laughs> to say the least <laughs> it's always like okay I figured this out um, yeah and then <laughs> and then um, you want to so support this person mm. that's this light being and you want to do it in a way that's not controlling and not um, like forcefully shaping yeah but supporting Gently. So um, let's just say that there was a roadblock that we hit um, in the journey of parent- parenting. And everything came up. All my insecurities mm. as a person. You know, I'm getting emotional too. Like, am I doing this right? Mm. Your inner critic came in, yeah. like, really questioning. Yeah. yeah, am I being enough? Mm. Um, am I supplying all the tools to my child to overcome this? Um, it wasn't even, like, this this huge roadblock. It was just something that she's working on, and I see her work on, and I'm so proud of her. So I had to um, fall back. Yeah, fall back to my tools and say, okay, I see this as a moment that I need to take care of myself first because, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, some of the stuff that's coming up isn't even related to her. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's my own stuff. Um, And there's the gift, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Here it is to look at again and to experience again, but oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So she becomes the guru. Mm -hmm. And she's so herself. I mean, she doesn't have to jump through hoops or have to... She's, she takes her steps at her own time, which reminds me to take my steps in my own time. Mm. Like, I don't have to be the super mom. No, I know. It's amazing how much... <laughs> how many moms, you know, parents put, you know, put that pressure on themselves to be. Yeah. 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 And the tension that's in my life is constantly... There's this... Um, person, this daughter, this joy that I'm so happy to be part of her journey and I'm so happy to spend this time with her. 
And then there's this dream that I just birthed. It was to say your other baby. Yeah. 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 And, and how, how expand on that? Like how, how do you balance is such an interesting word, but you know, like, so, cause sometimes it's, it's really just being with the imbalance and yeah. swaying back and forth. And if but you knew me, I mean, if you know me, I'm like, I may come across as calm <laughs> and I can hold the calm space for you, but I'm like, one of the most impatient people in the world. And now I'm in a space in my life, I have to be patient with my dream, mm. with the time I can devote to my dream, mm. because um, I want to do it in a certain way. Mm. I want to do it in my unique, individual, authentic um, inspiring people to be with what is way. Do you, are you able to see that you are doing that? I am doing that. Yeah. I can do it sometimes five minutes a day. Yeah. Sometimes I can do it by staying up late. Mm. And um, it's a choice. Sometimes I choose to be with my child. Yeah. So, um, and then sometimes I choose to, I need to do more often to choose to be just with myself not with the business, the dream, not with the child, the husband, and just me. And that's that's a choice, too, I feel, more and more that I need and own. Yeah. How do you... You've used the word nourishing and nourishment quite a bit, which I, yeah. as you know, love, Dama, because so much of my passion and my, my mission and work is helping people to tap into how they nourish themselves, and not only not only physically through nutrition and food, which is very important, but also through these soul practices and healing modalities and sacred rituals and through like coming alive. And so I'd love to hear when, when you are giving to yourself and nourishing yourself, not being mom, not, not (laughs) following your dream, not being wife. Like how do you choose to nourish yourself? I, um, this is nourishing. Like what we're doing right now is nourishing. Just thank you. I feel the same way. Um, I plan, and then sometimes I shut down the noises around. Like last night, I, um, my husband was off around 6 p.m., and I said, okay, I'm going to go upstairs, and I'm going to watch The Voice mm-hmm. reruns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like three or four of them. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm going to sleep with crystals on me just by myself. You guys enjoy the bedtime routine, enjoy everything. And I realize, you know, that's not always a luxury that a lot of us have. Um, but to me, that, that was, that's something that I don't always do. So that, that was a moment of saying, okay, like I need to shut the door. I need to get my dark chocolate. Yes. Oh, good. <laughs> I love you even more. On my left. <laughs> just do something entertaining, something fun. Yeah. How great that you honored that. Yeah. So that and um, the other part that nourishes me is just being creative. Mm. I have to be creative. Mm. Um, otherwise, I get restless. I get restless. In what ways do you, do you love to express your creativity? I write. Yeah. I, um, I create journeys. Um, not a lot of them are out in the open yet, but they will be. I think to me the other part is just um, I know this is it. Yeah. You know, this is it. This is what I want to do. And I know who I am. I know who I am not. I know what I want. I know what I don't want. And it's only, you know, I have I have this notebook. I sometimes just wake up at 3 a.m. in the morning, run to it and write to it. Mm. So I know what's inside that is wanting to come out. Yeah. And it needs to come out, and I know it will come out. I think to me, the learning part is to making peace with, it is going to come out when it's time, when the time is right. And not hurrying it or rushing it or feeling like it all needs to come out right now. Yeah. 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 Which is simply a testament like that burning passion and desire for for it to come out right now is simply a testament to your 
your absolute clarity around your divine yeah. purpose and what you do. And that, that took you've come me to that a long time. Yeah, yeah, and lots of trials. Yeah, to get to that. Yeah, and still there's lots to let go and be, but um, man, it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, your writing is magnificent. I love it. Um, there, there are a few people I've had a chance to interview my podcast who I feel similar like what I really admire in bloggers and writers is when I when I can hear your voice and and a lot of times I'll read something you've written Damla and I I feel like it's we're just right here and I hear you sharing from your voice and it's it's really powerful thank you and it's a gift yeah thanks yeah (laughs) it's awesome so did you wake up after after having that that you time last night and like entertainment and dark chocolate and yeah, well, crystals. Did you wake up? Daughter with... climbed on me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's such a good perfect. No, perfect I, image. I, I do. And I, um, I'm a better mom. I'm a better person. I'm a better me when I take care of myself, when I take care of my dream. Yeah. And that's sometimes that's my way of taking care of others. Because if I don't tend to this life inside, how can I tend to the life outside? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, as you've mentioned a few times, it's not always easy. It's easy. It's, it's can, we can get kind of lost in that, that absolute importance of giving to ourselves and tending so that we can show up with more love and clarity and energy for others. Um, But it's, it's a, not a message I find that's been driven into. Like, I feel like it's quite the opposite for women. Um, mm. You actually, Damla, shared that beautiful Madonna yeah. video. Yes. You know that yeah. was, that was from December thirteenth, just a couple of days ago, of her receiving that award and her sharing her journey. And man, talk about someone really coming into her light and standing in her faith and her her passion and purpose and sharing her voice. Um, but she talked about how important it is for as women um, to really connect and find your support and your and your support network to help share in these moments, to bring us out and back to, like, yeah. no, we need to give to ourselves. Because I think it's so easy to fall into the guilt. Yeah. And I, the... I love at the end, there was a moment where she acknowledges all of the naysayers or mm. the resistance, and she says, like, this... You know, this resistance made me powerful and stronger. Mm-hmm. And it's, I was reading about, um, I read about crystals and rocks. And um, this one particular type of rock called the metamorphic rocks. Usually rocks are formed just by um, lava coming out and cooling. Oh, or wow. they can be formed by little rocks coming together but the metamorphic rocks they change with pressure and heat limestone becomes marble much stronger and Mm. much more beautiful so it's like you know there's a purpose in all of this (laughs) right in all the and um and it's your choice to become the beautiful, you know, interesting, imperfect crystal that you already are. Like you, it's the chemically they're the same structure. Totally, yeah. And but just something beautiful. how you respond and choose to respond to maybe that resistance, that yeah. that heat in life, and that we receive from other people, and then learning to. What do you make of what is? How do you relate to what is? Yeah. As I think what it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. What is your, what is your, I want to know, what was your first crystal that you were drawn to that pops into your mind? <laughs> you don't have to think too Clear much about quartz. it. Clear quartz. Clear quartz. I went and bought, like, the first time I experienced um, the energy of a crystal in my hand, um, it was just so huge and so powerful. So I went and bought, like, the, the, the biggest rocks that yeah. I could find. <laughs> And, afford. Yeah. Um, and then I realized it doesn't really, they don't have to be, <laughs> you know, they don't huge, huge for you right. to experience. Um, yeah, crystals also are interesting because um, they, they hold the perfection in nature. 
they hold and bring in that beauty mm. into life. They also, they interact with our bodies. They've, they're using a lot of the technologies today from microchips to, um, they inspire technologies like liquid crystal displays in our cell phones that we hold every day wow. that are based on the qualities of crystals because they can, um, they've been shown to take in electromagnetic energy, hold it and give it away, which is the same quality that we have in our bodies. We are electromagnetic beings that take in, store, and to me, store means evaluate yeah. and give out energy. So then when you combine the energy of your intention and thought with the crystal and bring that to your field, magic happens. Oh my gosh, Dama. Thank you for, de- <laughs> thank you for like, that description because I, I, I'm clearly following you. I'm such a visual and I'm literally like imagining and I've, I've known that, like I've known that that's what happens, like even scientifically, physiologically, and with energy with, within our own bodies and souls and in between people. But for you, thank you for bringing that, like, because <laughs> I didn't think about like, you know, our cell phone or um, just everyday things that, that also represent the same use. Yeah. Same yeah. thing with the crystals. Yeah. What is one that speaks to you these days? Like, is there a crystal? I mean, I'm imagining, do you incorporate them every single day for your own practices? Yes and no. Yes and no. I, um, well, I like to have them on my body. I like to um, practice my mantras with a crystal bead. Um, and I've started making malas or 108 bead oh um, you have yes oh my gosh, that's necklaces beautiful. um also because like with the intention of the mantra you're you're speaking out these words and you're infusing this rock with your intention that can hold that intention mm-hmm. and every time you come back to that string of beads that's not just a bead anymore that's something that you infused with life mm positive energy and you can tap into it every time you hold that mala mm, I love that so I think um, the word that appears in my mind is ritual like the crystals with um, and it could be for you holding a special rock I was about to say I used to do that space. as a child you know yeah. I'm, I'm, I was so drawn to nature and the mountains and um, and even to this day if I'm on a hike like I'll usually find a rock that calls to me or when I'm at the beach and hold it for a while and infuse my own energy and thoughts into it um so that that's so beautiful to then you know you bring the same thing to your crystals or your mala beads yeah they are um powerful intentional tools I think that's all I'm going to say about that Mm -hmm. and um they're worth exploring totally and they're a lot of fun yeah (laughs) yeah yeah what's one of your I mean, with all of your experience, Dama, like through childhood, through your healing journey, you've talked about from, you know, leaving corporate world to discovering yoga and having that awaken you and then going through transition to motherhood and all these moments going from being in the swamp to coming out. Um, what What is one of the practices, your healing modalities that speaks highest to you right now that you're excited about teaching? There are so many, How there are a few different to, workshops I see you offering. Yeah, yeah. And then you and work I individually with people. And I that's one of those things that's been cooking up in me. Oh, that's so exciting. <laughs> and so if you don't, I totally understand if you're no, still no, cooking. No, no, it's very simple. I want to um, hold, um, I'm interested in holding space for people um, to change their relationship to reality, to change and find new ways of relating with their reality, defining, changing paradigms, mm. and seeing. And everything um, from mantra to crystals to meditations to, um, to journals, to, I mean, everything to me is a tool for that end goal of being with what is, with peace, with grace, mm. with love. Yeah, yeah. 
So that I'm excited about. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and, and it's so clear. Like you're lighting up right now. You're yeah. absolutely glowing and I can feel it. That's awesome. Do you, do you have any desire to write a book with all that you yes. write? I, I, and you're such, in my mind, like such a gifted writer. Yes. And the, um, the book is on my desktop at the top right corner. I've written about three pages. I know the name. That's awesome. That's so great. <laughs> it's there. I know the name. I know what I want to say with it. Yeah. I don't yet know exactly how. And uh, it's coming out in Turkish, though. I may have to translate it back. Yeah. <laughs> you can it's one of those be. things that, you know, the, the language you're born into is yeah. just, it's just speaks a little... Um, a little clearer, mm. a little um, with a little bit more grace. Yeah. Like in English, I think a lot more about being clear. And then in Turkish, I can be more poetic and just go around with the, the, the winds and just roll out of the, roll down the mountains and yeah. have fun. Which makes yeah. so much sense. I mean... Share a little bit. I'd love to hear more about you growing up in Turkey and how long have you been in the States for? Do you mind expanding I on that? I grew up in, um, in a very small town in Turkey and went to college all through high school in Turkey. And then I actually spent a year in Germany. Oh, wow. And then I came After in, college? After okay. college for my master's. And I completed my master's in the U.S. So I have a combined MBA degree from Germany and um, GW. Oh, wow. And that was, I came to the U.S. in 2002. That makes it 14 years, yeah. almost 15. Um, Turkey's home. Yeah, I was about to say. I yeah, feel but that this in is your home. Heart. This mm -hmm. is home, too. Yeah. I feel such a connection to, to the seacoast and... Um, I was just thinking about it this morning. Like, all the people I've met have been so wonderful. Yeah. So interesting and so um, open and vulnerable. And it's just, it's been a wonderful journey. So I feel a strong connection to here. Yeah. To being here because this is also a place, um, like, I brought a lot of... Um, stories and patterns and things from Turkey to here and to me this was the space like I needed that distance to see what was a story that needed to go mm, yeah <laughs> so and I needed and having that space to, to really have, let it go and to create yeah. my own story and my own um, vibration yeah so yeah Turkey's always there did you, do you, when you were choosing, knowing you wanted to have a family, was it a hard, did you find it a hard call? Or did you find that you wanted to maybe go back to Turkey or did you, did you feel rooted and know that you're here for now? This I'm is your here. home. This yeah. is home. It was never, I don't think, I've been wanting to live in the U.S. since middle school in Turkey. Mm. And I come from this really, really tiny town. So I don't know how that dream was planted there yeah you know um do you do you go back to visit family yes often yes yeah we do and they come and uh, it's not um you know in the beginning it was harder as I grew into um becoming my own person I've also seen time and time again what a gift it is to be able to stand on your own with no family support, yeah. caring for a four-year-old yeah. and caring for yourself and your mm. business. And um, it's just allowed me to be more resourceful, more confident. Yeah. And um, there are things that I wish we can share more, like time. Yeah. But then I also know we're never far. You yeah. can never be far. Yeah, that's beautiful. 
Yeah. Do you feel your family's support in all that you're doing? Yes and no. <laughs> yeah. Yes, in the sense that um, they supported me in their own way, in a lot of ways. I think my parents especially have a harder time understanding my choice from out of corporate world into the world of healing mm. and hearing, you know, being clairaudient and yeah. all that. Yeah. It's harder for them. Um, but they're trying. Yeah, which is beautiful. They're, they're opening. Yeah. Opening up. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, amazing, Dhamma, that, that you're, you're, you're standing in it. You're, you're really clear. I just keep thinking of the word clarity because I feel such clarity from you around this is my purpose. This is, this is what I'm called to do. And you're, you're practicing sharing your vulnerability, your rawness, your truth. <laughs> Those moments of being in the swamp to, to your incredible gift of being a healer. It's awesome. And for and such a gift for your daughter. You know, I think you touched upon that briefly. Um, and I, I feel so grateful to be witnessing so many moms around me, uh, around our age and generation, starting to reconnect with what fuels them and choosing to really nourish that as an example for their kids as well. You know, not doing it just because of that, but um, what a gift. Yeah, what, what you are teaches more Yeah. What, than what you do or say yeah. what you are. Yeah. And, uh, and what she is is teaching me a ton. Oh, too. my gosh. Right? <laughs> <laughs> when you said she, so, and there she was, my guru. <laughs> it's yeah. so true. I mean, I, yeah. I, I totally agree. Such teachers. Yeah. When we can sit back and really observe and listen. Yeah. Yeah. And, Thank you for holding this space. It's, oh my gosh, it's been amazing. Yeah. It's been beautiful. I really love getting to sit with you. I agree. This is such a gift and yeah. have this time and learn about you. Yeah. So. And I appreciate women owning their power, like Madonna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I know. So it's I've been awesome. a huge fan of yours. Thank you. Thank Keep you, Dama. doing what you do. Thank you. I can't wait to continue <laughs> to witness your journey and... And you have me so intrigued by what you have um, kind of cooking up. So (laughs) I can't wait to continue to watch you shine. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.